Hello, and welcome to God Stories. Send me an angel in the strangers that I meet. Hi, I'm Tim France, your co-host here, along with Christian artist Michael Patrick Blues, and we're here in the studio today with the program called God Stories. God Stories is about the testimonies and the real-life experiences of everyday people who have had a powerful, authentic encounter with God, an encounter when somehow He showed up in a specific and life-changing experience in their daily lives. All right, welcome to God Stories. We've got a story for you today, and Michael's got somebody on the phone. We're going to jump right into a story with uh, John, and so here we go. Hello, John speaking. John, how are you? It's Michael Blues. Michael Blues. I've heard of you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, listen, did I catch it a good time? Yeah, this is fine. I'm just finishing up, um, heating up a cup of coffee. Okay. And- well, the reason we called is because uh, uh, Tim and I have a new show. We're talking to people, and we're going to be getting people stories of how how God is moving in their life, how God talks to individuals, and how individuals communicate with God and and things that they do uh, mm-hmm. with and, and for God. And you came to mind because I had a little situation on my hands. As you know, I was in the uh, with my CD ministry, getting the gospel music out there to people that didn't go to church. I stumbled on this... Uh, Vietnam vet uh, prisoner of war mm-hmm. who was now wheelchair ridden in his 70s, a frail man, a skeleton of a man, um, but a Christian man. Right. And as you know, uh, I loved him like he was my own grandpa. So uh, mm-hmm. we also know that there was a point where, uh, because of my limited finances, uh, I couldn't afford to bring him what he needed at hospice. And I couldn't afford the gas to get there every day. And you stepped in, and you took over for me. And you just went and uh, met all of his needs. And this was not just a one-time deal. You were there, no, well, frequently every other day with his with with his needs being met. You went and got a special coffee that he wanted, uh, clothes when he had a stroke, so he didn't have to use buttons. All kinds of things. And I want to know. With a guy like you, and I think the audience wants to know this, and this is why we called, uh, with a guy like you that's already got a schedule, you run a men's breakfast, um, you're helping uh, feed at the on the avenue there. You, I know you do a lot of cooking over there. I know that you do the handouts and organize, help organize the handouts of hundreds of bags of food uh, to people that need food every week. You're running men's breakfast, um, have a family. Your hands are full, but yet you had the time to go and help my old friend. And I want to know what provokes you to do that type of thing. <clears throat> What's driving you? Well, I think the, the main thing that, that drives me is this, is the fact that you have to listen to what the Lord wants you to do. People seem to think that that's a supernatural thing that when the Lord talks to you, but the Lord is always directing. The Lord is always guiding. He's always giving us opportunities to be in his ministry, the thing that doesn't happen is the fact that we don't take the time to listen. And so listening to what the Lord has us, wants us to do is a very important thing for people, especially today in today's world that everybody seems to be so busy 
today, particularly young people with families, have filled their schedule so full that there is no time to lift their heads up and look around and see what's going on around them. And that's a shame. And that's a shame in today's world because there's a lot going on around. There's a lot of things they could be doing. And they all want to be part of the Lord's plan, the Christian family. They want to be part of the Lord's plan. But there's so much to distract them today with the media, with television, with soccer, with baseball. Everything you've got going on for the kids is just so much going on. But we need to take time. I know this, this week at Men's Fellowship, I challenged the men just to spend 10 minutes in the morning to read the Bible and then to just contemplate what you read and look for that to be as direction for you for that day. Mm-hmm. To me, that would give you joy. It would give you peace. It would give you motivation. It would give you, it would give you pride in who you were. It would give you pride in whose you are. <laughs> you know, I suggested they do it first thing in the morning. Um, if they normally get up at 6.30, uh, get up at 6.15. Now that's, that's new time. Okay. And you might as well put it to good purpose. It's something that I don't even do that well. I do try and stay in tune to what the Holy Spirit is leading me to do. Did you feel that the Holy Spirit was leading you to step in in Daryl's life? I felt, <clears throat> the way I felt it, he was, that the Holy Spirit was leading me in Daryl's life was the fact that it was obvious to me there was a need, and it was a need that I could meet. So to me, that's the Lord leading me. Now, obviously, you can't do that with everybody you come in contact with, okay? Yeah. I ran across an old saying that said, uh, helping one person may not change the world, but it could change the world for that one person. Oh. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not you know, people look at the, the world and see the problems, and they see the homeless, and they see the situations with families and such, and they say, I can't possibly change that. And that's probably true. But they could do something for someone, for some family. They could do that, and that would make a world of difference to them. Yes. That person then could do something for somebody. And so you can see it would, could possibly even grow into a, a possible new movement, a wonderful thing that could eventually change the world. But being obedient to the Lord as individuals and taking the time to listen taking the time in, in, in his word and taking some mm-hmm. quiet time every day would be a great step in, a, in an attempt to form a communicative relationship with God. Uh, when, I, when I, you know, walk to the store to get uh, chocolate milk for my producer, I thank the Lord that I'm in ministry. I go, this mm-hmm. is great. You know, I'm, what am I doing with my life? I'm, I'm finding ways to bring you bring Jesus to you, whether it's through music or, or whether it's like right now through your testimony, John. It is, it is a, a wonderful privilege to serve the Lord. It was great chocolate milk, by the way, Michael. I appreciate you getting that to me. And, you know, it's funny, but, you know, Jesus said something very similar to this. He said, and this is pretty amazing, if you so much as give a cup of cold water to anybody, I mean that's pretty simple. You can give, go get a drink of water for somebody. In my name, if you do that for them, you will not lose your reward in heaven. Now think about that. That's why I hedged the bet with the chocolate milk. <laughs> right, right. 
But I believe that I believe the Lord's also talking about people's basic needs. You don't have to do a world of things for people. Yeah, it's the spirit of it. A cup of cold water, okay? I mean, uh, with your friend Daryl and my friend before he passed away, you know, he appreciated the coffee I brought. He appreciated the clothes I brought. But the thing that he appreciated more than almost anything that I did for him was to be there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To be there, to talk, to listen to him talk, to share, to tell him a cute story, and he would laugh and laugh, and then he would share it for a couple of days after I left. Just yeah. being there. So often yeah. people don't realize that that is so important, is, yeah. is to be there for somebody. You don't even have to do anything. Listening and being there. Awesome. Yeah, the Lord works in mysterious ways, and... Um, it could be finding a job. It could be deciding, you know, who how to help some a friend. It could be anything. But I think that well, we're learning to talk to God. We have to learn to be watching, and seeing, perceiving, waiting on the Lord. Always pray and wait, because we always have to remember that we're not calling the shots. We're asking. We're asking Him if He'll privy us to the to the partnership we can take with Him at the moment. Right. But yeah, what would you say about that, John? I would say that the one thing that I have a little different slant on the fact that is this: that if you feel the Lord is leading you something, okay, you should be going for it. You should be doing it. You should be moving. Right. Waiting on the Lord is 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 a is a cool thing. However, you can wait and wait and yeah. wait and wait, and nothing will ever happen. But if you take a step in the direction for the Lord, He will show you where to put your next step and your next step, and your next step. And if it isn't the right place, he'll turn you around, or he'll close that door. But when he closes it or turns you around, he'll give you a new direction or right. open a new door. He doesn't steer a parked car. Right. <laughs> you got to be moving. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. As long as you just don't rush into it, but yeah, definitely move into it, no doubt about it. But uh, just stop and listen. Just That's my my. If I wanted to teach the youth anything, I'd, I'd be like, just stop. Be still for a minute. And think about what you're thinking oh, yeah. about. You know, and, and, how, and how is the Lord in this? Mm-hmm. Well, John, we certainly appreciate it. And a lot of people out there that are eating well here in Ventura County appreciate it. Uh, whether you know it or not, they, I'm sure they appreciate uh, the nourishment that you help provide for this community. And we want to get you back on uh, soon to talk about some more stuff and how, how God's moving in your life. But we're running out of time right now, so we're going to have to get back to you. But I certainly appreciate your time. You've, you've really blessed us, and uh, we just think you're a great person in the community, and, and thank you for taking the time with us. It's been my pleasure. look forward to doing it again. Thanks a lot, John. Love a stranger as a friend What if we are always seen Keeping each other free What if God's not to blame And He said love is the way What if
if love What if love What if love is the way Love a stranger as a friend Well, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of God Stories. You know, you can also listen to all of the God Stories at any time on our brand new website. Just log on to GodStoriesMinistries.com. That's GodStoriesMinistries.com. And Michael and I are also streaming all of our music from the Michael Blues Band on the website. We've got two albums full of our innovative gospel blues and classic original hits that you can listen to for free at any time. Just go to GodStoriesMinistries.com. And while you're there, we just want to get the word out here. Uh, We are in need of financial help for production costs and keeping the show on the air. And also, especially for Michael's living situation and his basic needs, as he's literally out there on the streets and ministering every day, providing the hope of Jesus to the homeless and the hurting. Would you please consider giving a donation to the God Stories program? You can do so by logging into GodStoriesMinistries.com and click on the donate link. Thank you so much for joining with us to spread these real God encounters with as many people as possible. Once again, the website address is GodStoriesMinistries.com. Well, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on God Stories. Jesus, you got this. You got this. You got this. Hey, Tim France here again at Mountain Dog Music Works Recording Studio. Well, Michael and I just wanted to say thanks again for listening to the God Stories program. But also, we'd like to let you know about the studio. Okay, Michael, are you ready to record? I think I'm ready. Okay, ready? Rolling. Hey, singers, songwriters, and musicians, did you know that there is a professional recording studio right here in Ventura County? Mountain Dog Music Works has been in business for 23 years helping songwriters and singers. Now, wait, Michael, you got to put more feeling into it, like, like a real radio guy, like this. Hey, singers and songwriters, it's time for your really big radio hit song, and Mountain Dog, Mountain Dog. can take you there. Uh, how's that, Michael? Uh, a little over the top, and your minute's almost up. We better cut to the contact info. Right. Okay, 805-649-8500. 805-649-8500. Once again, that's 805-649-8500. Okay, okay, the website address. Right, mountaindogmusic.com. That's mountaindogmusic.com. Let's do the slogan. Mountain Dog Music Works. We turn your creative dreams into musical masterpieces.